What's up, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. Uh, you can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. Welcome to 2022. Uh, this is your first I-70 show podcast in 2022. Uh, maybe it's the first podcast you listen to in 2022 in general. So shout out to y'all. Appreciate it. Um, as always, I'm your host, Jordan Williams, and I am here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, Jordan? What's good? What's good? How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to bring this up. Uh, your terrible tweet from yesterday. Like, the joke was just bad. Um, lack 12 is, is, is garbage. That is a garbage joke. Like, they are terrible. Like, they're as bad as your joke. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing when you do the little bottom like I had to put that gift there because I had to I had to let people know I knew it was a bad joke that's the best part but but I don't care that's funny that's (laughs) the best part because I was like he even knew it was bad (laughs) and then Sam had the nerve to like it I'm mad (laughs) listen that's funny I don't care what's about. I wanted tomatoes, bro. Tomatoes. Listen, if you don't got a good sense of humor, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The Pac 12, more like the Lag 12. I'm like, oh, (laughs) bro. Amen. That was the first thing I saw this morning, bro. Like, like it was the first thing, but I, I, I did some stuff and then opened up Twitter and saw that. That was one of the first tweets, and I was like, it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. I had to get that out of the way. Just let the, let the viewers know that don't quit your day job. <laughs> if, if you... If you have a good sense of humor and, and want more <laughs> jokes like that, follow me on Twitter at JordanW330. <laughs> if, you, if you don't think it's funny, follow me on Twitter anyway. <laughs> oh, feel my free, God. <laughs> feel free to tell me it's not funny. The only prerequisite, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to come up with one better. Which I don't think you can, because like it's it's just it didn't even need it. <laughs> the fact that they're uh, under, they haven't won a bowl game in three years is the joke itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna put myself out there. I thought way too hard on that joke. But like I thought, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I thought about it after I tweeted it. <laughs> It was like the first thing that came in my head. I tweeted it, and then I was like, wait, lack 12, lack of wins? And then I was like, wait, lack 12, LAC, losing ass conference? I was like, no, that's inception, bro. Hey, well, your joke kind of joked me. Listen, that shit... 
That shit was a gym. <laughs> so it's like a slant line. I don't get it. I just don't understand it, man. It's what people say about J. Cole. And I'm a J. Cole fan, but it's what people like I'm not smart enough to. <laughs> That's what I just start telling people. You just, you just haven't reached my level of consciousness. <laughs> that was a, that joke was a three for one special. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh. uh, you should have kept going. You should have just made them all. Really, <laughs> just the whole thread of terrible jokes. <laughs> no, it's crazy. I actually almost thought about that. <laughs> I almost, I almost did it, but I had, I it was. It was busy. I was watching Ohio State, and I had a friend over who I don't see, but like once a year because she moved to Louisiana. So I didn't have time to. I didn't have a time for a thread of corny jokes. I just had to get that one off. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Just, just had to get that one off. So in the as you five minutes in, and you can see how our first podcast is going of the year. We we have a lot to talk about. Um, this is unfortunately. Our last uh, recap podcast. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll do like just a special and recap the the, the national championship, just because we need something to talk about. But this is our last recap podcast for like eight months because all the games are over, all the Big Ten games are over. Uh, you'll just have to come back and listen to us talk about all the off season stuff and right. uh, whatever else comes to mind. But so we're not going to go in depth with all of these games. Some of them we're just going to name the score. But the majority of this podcast is going to be a recap because as we talked about the last couple of weeks, the Big Ten had 10 bowl teams. They had 10 bowl teams. Oh, crap. I didn't do the math like I was supposed to. I did part of the math. I didn't do all of it. But, yeah, the Big Ten had 10 bowl teams. Uh, and in my opinion, at least, I would say six out of the 10 were good games. And then, like, a couple were like, eh. Not, like, some of it was just not, like, both teams weren't good or other ones. It just wasn't super entertaining. But overall, uh, it was – a very good bowl slate for everyone, but especially the Big Ten, because that's what we talk about. So while I try to do this quick math real quick, the thing that I forgot, I didn't tally up the Big Ten's actual uh, record. When, yeah, overall. Like, I did I, our record for our picks. Right. I think they're 6-4. I, I, I think we were right. Uh, let's see, let's see. Ohio State, Maryland. Wisconsin, Michigan State, Minnesota, Purdue. You're right. Six and four. So you were right. Well, yeah. we were right. We, we were both right. predicted them to go six and four. Yeah. Uh, and in different ways. Uh, but yeah, we predicted them to go six and four. Yep. So shout out to that. Um, we're we we're, we're good at this. I don't I don't care what nobody says. Like we're good at picking. So, I just picked, at least for this season. I know. I know. Last week, I'm I'm over three. This was last week. I was wrong on three games, four games. I was wrong on four games. Yeah, you went six and four. I went yeah. eight and two. So literally, all of last week's predictions are my L's. I have everything else right. Yeah, and it's like one of them was like. You should have known Georgia wasn't going to be Georgia was going to beat Michigan. That would have had you at that would have had you at yeah at seven and three. And the other one that you missed out on was 
Maryland, maybe? Did you pick who did you? No, Penn, uh, I, I, I oh. shouldn't have picked Penn State. That's really new. Oh, we both shouldn't have. Or the, uh, yeah. so I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Michigan State game because I didn't know how many people were sitting out for Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh still almost won that game. Yeah, they still almost won <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, the, and then like, the, but that's the thing, like, outside the Michigan Georgia one, which mm-hmm. still, I don't know if it was egregious. Like, none of your picks were egregious. Like, you picked Utah to beat Ohio State, but a and lot of people did. did. And, and they almost did. Beat they almost did. So it's like, that wasn't a bad pick, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it is It is what it is. Uh, but still, both of both of us are over 500, uh, as we were for the that season. Take, yeah. Um, if we added these to our totals, I would be like 101 and 77 or something like that and you would be 99 and uh 79 or something like that something like that yeah something crazy we both had a really good season that's all i know so let's get into these actual games let's get into these actual games which game how do you want to do this because sometimes we switch do you want to start with the good games first and then just well, like I think we should just get or? we should just mention the one the the one where we just we're probably just gonna mention the scores. Let's get those out the way so we can have enough time to talk about the games where we really want to get in depth with. Because I'm guessing we we have stats as we were the games we want to get in depth with. Uh yeah, and then yeah, okay, yeah, we'll get we'll probably get a little in depth in the Michigan game. I just didn't pull stats for that one, mm-hmm. and. I want to get. We'll get in depth on the Maryland game too, just because I have something I want to talk about with right. Maryland in particular. Right. So we can start with Rutgers and Stanford. They're like, it was like a here you go. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and, and and we we knew that was going to happen. So yeah. Rutgers Rutgers loses thirty eight to ten to uh, Wake Forest. The only thing I really have to say about this one is. They played better than I thought they were going to play for about a half. For a half. For literally a half. I think it was a half. And then Wake Forest was like, wait, what are we doing? They came out in that second half and really, really won the game. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. Um, but that's one of those things, like like we had said before, it's just good for Rutgers that they got there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyone with any kind of sense didn't really expect them to win um, because they were five. I mean, they were a five and seven team yeah. without COVID and, and different stuff like that. They're not even in the playoff uh, in the postseason. So it's no, like seven. whatever. It was a nice game for them. That's gonna be that's gonna be some scholarship money, stuff like that. It's gonna be good for them. Other than that, yeah, that was it was supposed to be an L. Yeah, and and we're not Wake Forest fans, nor do we talk about the ACC, which is a, a trash conference. But Wake Forest got rewarded with a, a bad team. You know, yeah. they had the, they had the, their best season ever, and a season they maybe never get again. And they got rewarded by getting to to blow out a team in the bowl game. So shout out to Wake Forest. Like yeah. we said, that final <laughs> score was thirty eight to ten, and it was what we expected it to be. Um, the other game, so a win 
for uh, the Big Ten was Minnesota versus West Virginia. That was a weird game. I mean, the the final score was eighteen to six. Like yeah, that's you only a weird get that score. score. <laughs> you only get that score if it's a weird game. So um, touchdown. I'm taking touchdown. Field goal. Field goal. Field goal. From Minnesota. Yeah, because I, yeah, I don't think there was a safety. I watched that game and I don't remember how like how they actually scored. Okay, because I didn't watch that one. Yeah, Minnesota won, so shout out to that. Uh, that was one of the games that we had talked about. I was a little torn because I, I am a WVU alum, but I root for the Big Ten. Um, we shout out for one game, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I root for all 13 teams. Like, I don't know why I have to keep saying that. You're right. <laughs> there, are th- there are 13 teams. I root mm. for all 13. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Um, <laughs> well, hey, ri- listen, rivalries are uh, – Rivalries are, are 365 days. It can't be a rivalry if you're going to root for them. Like, I, I guess fair enough because, like, I was definitely cheering on the Chiefs last year <laughs> in that uh, uh, playoff game against the Browns. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, I mean, that's – you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know, oh, I want the AFC North to win if the Steelers don't win. <laughs> like, nah, nah. Because, I, yeah, you're right. I was even rooting for San Francisco in that one Super Bowl against the Ravens. That they gave to Ray Lewis. Oh God! Don't get, we cannot go down that rabbit hole today. <laughs> we we cannot go down the rabbit hole of right. one of like four or five instances where we both believe that uh, the league was rigged because you know Ray Lewis deserved the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco as his quarterback. Anyways, um, what other rings? Dante. <laughs> this is the energy we're bringing in the 2022. Okay. You didn't say me. What you mean? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're just going to, we're just going to, uh, what do people like to say? We're just going to speed past that one. Yeah, no, just... <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Kentucky and Iowa. Uh, Kentucky wins that game 20 to 17. I'm going to be honest. I tried to watch every single game because it was the Big Ten. I had zero interest in this game. I did, I did not. I did not want to watch was, play another football game. Yeah, it, it was really. It was a hard game to watch in like the first half. Well, it, it was a hard game to watch because I was even having a hard time watching it. I watched this whole game. It was a pretty good game. It was good defensively by both teams. Um, and then of course I was the offense just is. Their Achilles here, and that's probably pretty much why they lost the game. Because Iowa's defense was good enough to win this game. Their just offense is just not, just not good. Yeah, and I just, I, I'm sorry, I could not, I could not watch another <laughs> Iowa football game. <laughs> like I just, I just felt like that was some form of punishment to to have to sit through another Iowa football game. That's funny because I think the next game we're gonna go to, it, it, it doesn't really matter either one you bring up. It was it was punishing for me to watch. Are you are you talking about the um, Penn State Iowa game? Uh, yeah. uh, Penn State Arkansas. Yeah, that was hard to watch because it was just it, it was sad because you could Penn State's a good team and they still just seemed under under man or something. It was just something. 
Well, in that case, aren't you happy that uh, Sean Clifford's coming back for another year? Because it, it should it should definitely get better. <laughs> like, <laughs> bringing back your seventh year starter, dude's hey, never had a good. Well, how is that even possible, bro? I mean, I get, so he was redshirted and the COVID year. I I think it's a six year, not seven. But oh, well, like I swear, I think, that's not even mathematically possible. <laughs> I, I I genuinely do think this is his sixth year, and uh-huh. I think he's gonna. I think this will be his fourth year starting. I think his first three years he was a backup, and I think he started the last three years, and then this is gonna be his fourth year starting. Oh, yeah, this is seven five season. It's just like, and they're like, yes, please come back. And and if you're one of those people that are like, oh, what could they do? They could tell him no. <laughs> like, hey, 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 Coach please Franklin. Don't get a job. <laughs> he can easily, he can make millions being a backup. He's like, he's like, hey, Coach Franklin. Um, I think I want to come back for a seventh year. Mm, we're good. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you for the. Well, three go years. find somebody. Go find somebody. <laughs> We appreciate you. your freshman. Yeah, the, well, that's the thing we talked about. It. Remember, they have the um, the number technically because of some reclassifications and some stuff. They have like the number one quarterback in the class and this coming class and um, Drew Allen. And they're really just going to do this again? Yes, <laughs> supposedly because he's coming back. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that game was that game was pretty. He really just can't leave school. That's what that is. That's, he's one of those people. It's like how many? Like I have a bunch of degrees, but like how many degrees do you need? Nah, because what this is your sixth year. You've been here for six years. He's like twenty four, probably twenty four, twenty five. You're getting up yeah. there in age, man. You're looking kind of old in college right now. Even though college <laughs> is for adults, it's still, <laughs> you're kind of old degree. in college football. Yeah, the crazy thing is, um, if he does make it to the league, which I don't think he will, he'll be older than like some three or four year veterans. Yep. His rookie season. Yeah. Like he'll be like twenty five and they'll be like, Yeah, this is like my third year and I'm twenty four. He can easily be a backup though. I mean he can make money like uh Matt Flynn. I don't know if he's good enough to be a backup, but like he at least has to try. Yeah. Hey, you know. Put yourself out there. Yeah, get, 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 out, get out of the comfort zone because this is obviously what that is. That's a comfort zone type of thing. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, like you have to, like you have to want to do better, right? Like you, you have to want to do better. Yeah, I mean, unless he comes out and has one of those crazy, crazy seasons, which I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So. Mm. All right, man. And then he lost. Did he play in that game? Did he play in that Arkansas Penn State game? Again, man, that game was just hard for me. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And, I like, I thought it would be slightly better because, you it know. Was, he, it was cool for, like, a quarter. They were, they were in it for, like, a quarter. And I think Arkansas just took over and then just – they just ran out. It was a boring game. Yeah. And I, I, I can't remember. Like, it's crazy because I did watch the game. But I can't remember if Arkansas's quarterback played or not. Because I was excited to watch him, but he had been injured off and mm-hmm. on. So I don't remember. And, and that kind of just proves how boring of a game that is. You watched it and don't remember nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it, I actually did watch that game too, and I have no idea what happened. No clue. 
<sighs> Jesus. Okay, so that game's over, um, <laughs> thankfully. Um, and and I, I don't think that Penn State is going to be any better just because he's I think Adam is 75, 8, and 4 at the most. I mean, yeah. yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Michigan may be in the dumps next year, largely because I do genuinely believe I cannot find our record anywhere. I've been like scrolling through Twitter this whole time trying to find it because I'm pretty sure I tweeted it and I can't find it. Like our actual record. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, she was. Oh, no. Like, oh, for like for their first season, you did tweet that. Where is that? And I can't find it at all. But, um,. Okay, it doesn't matter because I remember it was 168. I was 95 and 73. You were 93 and 75. Yeah. Okay. I just I just wanted to have it so we could like tweet out our actual tally, like our legit for like the whole season of the games that we picked. Right. Uh, and then, yeah. So anyway, Did you sure you um, did I not like that tweet? That's what, bro. I went through my tweets and tweets and replies, and I just finished going through your tweets and tweets and replies, and I couldn't find it. And I, I don't know if you tweeted that, bro. And I thought you typed it. I thought you typed it in our. Uh, and I think I thought I saw it. I thought I did too. I okay. Well, I, I have it. I have it now. But <laughs> yeah. well, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Something going on. Um, so, so the last game we're not going to talk about uh, in depth, at least. While Wisconsin beats Arkansas twenty to thirteen. Arkansas, Wisconsin beats Arizona, Arizona State, State. <laughs> twenty to thirteen. Uh, that in such a, that is such a Wisconsin game because it's like you probably think, hmm, should they have played better than that? But I mean, Arizona State's not a bad team, and Jaden Daniels, I'm pretty sure his name is actually a, a pretty good quarterback. So a 20 to 13 game is very much a Wisconsin game. I do want to highlight one thing though: Braylon Allen, dog. Yeah. Uh, he he had a hundred. He had 29 carries for 159 yards. Yeah. He didn't have a touchdown, but he carried them for that game. Um, here's what's crazy. He had 159 yards. As a team, they finished with 157. <laughs> Everyone else Wait, was so how and how <laughs> because. Because basically no one else ran the ball, and then two people on the team have negative yardage, and then Graham Mertz had negative thirteen yards from from sacks and stuff. So Good it brought down, God. yeah, it brought it down. So yeah, um, Graham Mertz, and I don't know why I'm doing this, but he was eleven of fifteen for one hundred thirty-seven yards, one touchdown, and one interception. So uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin is Wisconsin. Uh, they are what they have always been. Yeah. Um, we, I won't say we entirely bought, no, no, I'll say it. I bought into the hype. I bought into the hype of Wisconsin finally having a good quarterback. I bought into, oh, he's a four-star. He's this, he's that. I bought into his couple of games last how, season before. How old is he? Like, how old is he? He's this a, is, is going to be his junior year next year? Yeah, yep. This might be his breakout year. That might be his breakout year. After this season, I'm not buying into it. I just got to see it. Fair <laughs> Because it's two seasons. I bought a season and a half. Yeah. Because he, uh, now he's you definitely got a running game, so a lot of play action might work, should work, but we'll see. 
Yeah, I, I just, Wisconsin is who they are. I, I really did believe it. I really wanted to believe in it. I really thought, you know, they finally had a quarterback and they were doing something and it was going to be different. And then the quarterback came out and was garbage. So uh, Wisconsin is who they are. And they are a part of my fire every coach in the Big Ten West uh, because they should be better. So, you know, that's how that goes. But they did go out on top. After those couple of rough losses, they finished the year nine and four, which is a, a pretty decent season. You can't really complain too much about a nine and four season. Right. Um, so, I mean, we can complain because we had them going twelve and one, but like they shouldn't complain about a nine and four season. I guess that's pretty solid. So, of the games, we're actually going to go in depth on. Which ones do you want to do? Which one do you want to talk about? Let's just get Michigan in. I have two minds on this. The mm-hmm. Ohio State fan, elated. Just, uh, I've been seeing like all the tweets. <laughs> I've been, I've been seeing, I've been seeing all the tweets, and this is a preview of uh, your pit stop. But because Aiden Hutchinson didn't do anything in the game, I've been seeing all the tweets like oh, that. Man, that man did. They were like, no. Like, and so it's funny I've been seeing all the tweets like damn Aiden Hutchinson opted out of the playoff game (laughs) (laughs) I've been I've been getting a lot of joy from all of those so as an Ohio State fan ah, related chef's kiss as a (laughs) as a Big Ten fan as someone who has to do this podcast uh, as someone who you know wanted a good game I'm a little bit disappointed just because yeah. I genuinely did believe that Michigan had a chance I never thought they would win but I thought that they had it um, I thought like we talked about it. I mean we did the whole preview I thought if they I didn't think they would run the ball all over them but I thought they would get more games out, out, outside and yeah. I thought that the you know the offensive coordinator would get in his play calling bag and they have those trick plays and, those and they got one they, they get one they tried one or two and I think one worked and the other one was yeah. just really bad it didn't didn't it was at a poor timing yeah yeah but it's just it's just like I mean they didn't score a touchdown until like, yeah there was like two or three minutes left in the game it was, and you in the way the how how dominant Georgia was. You would have thought the score was fifty something to eleven, and it just kind of shows that Michigan's defense at times was, was there. Its, it's offense just never showed up, and never did. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the other thing is just like I don't know. I was a little salty as an Ohio State fan, just because Georgia is not known as an explosive offense, and they did get a lot of explosive plays against Michigan. And I'm just like, man, our offense couldn't have done that. Yeah, so, did, That's the thing, though. Oh, you yeah. did have explosive plays against Michigan. It's just Michigan turned it right back around and got explosive yeah. plays right after. Yeah, so here's the thing. Uh, Michigan, again, Michigan's good, right? Like, mm-hmm. like Georgia won this game, but they won this game in a way that didn't expect, right? If, if you went to this game, 
and you're a Michigan fan or a player, coach, whatever, you go into this game and you say their quarterback has to beat us because mm-hmm. they, they love to run the ball. You say their quarterback has to beat us, and we don't think we he can. Well, he did because their star running back, 12 carries, 54 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah. As a, as a team, Georgia ran for 190 yards, but it doesn't feel like it. Like, it, mm-hmm. like it really doesn't feel like it. And it's a bunch of like, you know, like, well, a part of it was the quarterback. He ran for 32 yards himself. Mm-hmm. And so, but the quarterback, 20 for 30, 313 yards, three touchdowns. And then uh, I think on that trick play that they did, which is something that Michigan normally does, right. they had another 18 yards and a touchdown on that double pass. And so their defense, for the most part, did what they wanted to do. But Stetson I think, uh, Yeah, I think – so I think what really ended up happening is that I think Michigan game plan for a run game, and Georgia was like, all right, so they're going to game plan for a run game, so we're going we're gonna to let you lose. You're gonna, you're, yeah. we're gonna let you go, and he he, he went off. He, he, and I also think I think I something uh, something about that game. Michigan seemed ready on only one side of the ball. Yeah, their yeah. offense didn't come to play. Yeah, their offense didn't come to play, and, one, and like I've said time and time again, once your defense is on the field too long, I don't care how good it is, it's going to get exhausted and it's going to get picked apart. Mm-hmm. And that's why. So- Let's. We don't always do this, and sometimes it's boring. But let's play the narrative game, right? Mm-hmm. What narrative? I'm going to give you three or four narratives. I want you to tell me which one is more likely. Okay. And okay. if none of them are more likely, you can say that. Okay. Narrative one. Narrative one. Georgia is just that much better than Michigan. Narrative two. Michigan spent all of their emotional energy beating Ohio State and playing the Big Ten, and so they weren't able to rise up for that game. Narrative three, Georgia was so embarrassed slash angry by the SEC championship loss, Michigan never stood a chance. Uh, Or narrative four, which is not really a narrative, um, Michigan, like Georgia just played better. So not the difference between narrative four and narrative one is Georgia's not just that much better than Michigan. They just had a better day. Right, yes. So So of the four... Uh, I you're going to be mad because it's kind of a cop-out. It's a combination of two through four. So so not Georgia's just that much better. Michigan had a bad day. Michigan spent a lot of energy playing for yeah. Ohio State and winning the Big Ten. Yeah. And Georgia was pissed off because of the SEC championship. Yep. All three. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a cop, it's kind of a cop-out because I wanted you to pick one. Yeah. But it just, it's, it's really – I the most accurate one. answer, yeah. The most accurate answer it probably is all three. Yeah, because I don't think Georgia is that much better than Michigan. I just do think Georgia was upset that they lost that SEC championship. That they were like, we have to because the, uh, the Cincinnati Alabama game came up first. So once Alabama won, they're like, yeah, no, we have to get our run back. And I think that's what it was. They wanted their run back so bad that Michigan was a little overwhelmed. And I, and I think Michigan was also just emotionally exhausted by beating their rival and finally winning the Big Ten. That, that you could almost say that while, yes, they definitely wanted to play in the national championship game, making it to the playoff was almost good enough for them. And that, uh, that's fair. Um, I mean... 
I think that de- obviously depends on their fan base, but oh, you yeah. know, it's. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think it's the same thing with Cincinnati. It's like, yeah, you lost, but you made it. Yeah, and you when made you it. never like, as an Ohio State fan, as a Georgia fan, as a Oklahoma fan, as an Alabama fan, making it's not enough. You want to win it, right? Like yeah. Oklahoma has made it multiple times and hasn't won a game. So for them, making it doesn't mean anything. But for Michigan. Winning the Big Ten, making it, I imagine that means a lot. Yeah. And there's a lot of Ohio State fans that are like, oh, to beat Michigan, you're just excited with being there. And it's like, okay, shut up, because we still lost. Like, whatever happened still in this lost. game it doesn't, doesn't take away. Yeah, it doesn't We can smile and laugh and joke about their misfortune of losing that game, and I'm all for that. But it's not enough to make it seem like we forgot that – they bullied us. Because <laughs> now, if, you tell, if I tell you this, I think if Ohio State had won that game and then won the Big Ten, of course, because you still would have played Iowa, I think Georgia still would have came out and looked like that against Ohio State because I still think Georgia loses to, to Alabama in the SEC championship game and then want their get back. So the reason why I disagree with you on that is solely because the biggest weakness, and we talked about it, the biggest weakness on Georgia is their corners, and Ohio State could um, Ohio State could exploit that like Alabama could, and Michigan couldn't. I'm not saying Ohio State would have won, but I said all year, I believe Ohio State is one of a couple teams that can beat Georgia because of their passing game. Um, it, I was going to say the reason why I think that is just because, um, I mean, Utah – yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I'm not saying we would have won the game. I'm just saying I don't think again, I think we would have put up points. And then again, I think as uh, I think the game against Michigan State for Ohio State and I guess the Utah game, even in the way your defense didn't look that dominating, that was the most complete games I've seen by Ohio State really all season as a whole. Was the yeah. Michigan State game and the Utah game, even though you still gave up 45 points. Jesus, and we gonna get to that because that was one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a it's, game. It's, it's it's funny because the other one of the other games we're gonna talk about the Purdue Tennessee game was one of the best games I've ever seen too. Yeah, like, and it's funny because they had the same exact same score. So. Same exact score. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I think you know, as a Michigan fan, you should be excited. Uh, you should be happy. Um, I uh, don't be content though. Do this again well, next year and continue to do this. Be, that's going to be the hard thing with a lot of these one-offs. Michigan State, Washington, uh, some of these other teams who have only made the playoff once, none mm-hmm. of them have been back. Now, I'm not so saying now, I don't think they'll make the playoff again because I think you'll lose that Ohio State game. But that don't mean you can't go 11 and – what is it, 12 and 2 this year they went? Yeah. Yeah, so you can go 11 and – yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, they so went uh, thirteen and two. Thirteen and two. So you could go twelve and three, or you go just next year. Next year, give Ohio State a good game, but you probably lose, and then win your bowl game. Win your stinking bowl game. Yeah, that's, right. the, that's the one monkey. That's the one monkey now. You were right. It's twelve and two, and yeah, I mean, this is the playoff, so it's like kind of different, but it's not really. They, yeah. they don't win their whole game, um, and so. Like, I think, that I'm, do you think? Do you think uh, Michigan will lost to Utah? Mm, 
Ah, I don't know. That would have been a really good game too because they play mm-hmm. a, a very similar style. Similar game, yeah. Mm. I so I want to. It's hard because like we just watched Ohio State play him, and it's like I want to say yes because it took an insane record-breaking passing day for Ohio State to beat Utah. But then also I'm like maybe. It's different because Michigan's defense is better, so yeah. Utah wouldn't put up as many. Po- I don't know. I yeah. don't have an answer. I think it's a good game. I think it's a good game. I don't have an answer. That's one of those games I wish I could see. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I have no idea. I know it'd be good because again, because I um, and I know we're gonna get into it. We might as well just we'll just switch to it now because um. It's the same reason why you. I, I can say I can almost say it's the same reason why Utah put up forty five is because a lot of your defense sat out, but so did Utah's, and I think that's why even even a lot of Utah's like secondary sat out that game, and it still took still took a, a historic game to pull the game out. Yeah, because I mean, it, and it's one of those things. Like, do you, you do you just want to get to the Ohio State Utah game? Yeah, we can get to it. So that's and we're not we don't have to do a narrative game again, but I think it's interesting. Some things that a lot of people talked about is this was Utah Super Bowl, like like they talked about it. like yeah, like they you know, wanted a lot to be in the Rose, Rose Bowl. They wanted to. Their coach has been there seventeen years and has mm-hmm. never made the Rose Bowl, and he said it. He wasn't upset they didn't make the playoffs, and they could have as a Pac twelve champ if they didn't have two losses. Like he was, right. he was like, "I've been here seventeen years. We've never been to the Rose Bowl. This was our goal. We wanted to get to the Rose, the Bowl. Rose Bowl, and they they played like it was their goal. They played Dang. like all respect to Utah. They did everything that they I, needed to do. Yeah, I, I think I think if Utah didn't have as many people set set out, especially in the secondary, they would win the Super Bowl. And, 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 and the Super Bowl. I can't say that you're wrong. I mean, they came out on offense. They 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 went. Uh, I think they went three straight drives before okay. with the touchdown before they yeah, had the punt. Then, yeah, and then I think it started going back and forth for a minute, and then there was a big, uh, there was a draw where no one scored, and then Ohio State took the lead, and then it went back and forth again. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's like they got up big. They were up, they had 35 points. And the and the first half, yep. and even even when they struggled to score in the second half, they only got ten points. Their defense was they were still fighting. They yeah, were still trying. Like, like at at no point did they give up. And then at the end, they're losing now. Ohio State has come all the way back, and they could have given up. Mm-hmm. And then their quarterback, his head bounces off the ground yep. and goes into concussion protocol, and they still could have given up, and they didn't. They're, and, and so this is, you know, all I do is read stuff. That wasn't really even their backup quarterback. The quarterback who came in and threw that touchdown was a walk-on. Yeah. Yep. Not even on scholarship. He comes in and just stones, throws a perfect pass back of the end zone. That's an NFL touchdown. Dude had enough space to put two feet down, feet down touchdown, yeah. ties the game, and the only issue is like, damn, they scored too quick. Yeah. They left too much time on the clock. Like, they, it, I mean, it, it was a beautiful game. And I, I, and I, said before, I think I also think uh, Utah might have expected Ohio State to kind of lay down. 
And I, I, yeah. I, I and I, in a way, I, I can't, I can't blame them because I thought they, I thought Ohio State might too, because it looked like it, it was beginning to look that way. That Ohio State just I goes, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I thought they were gonna lay down, like mm-hmm. everyone did. I mean, like they came out, and it's like, and it's like, because I was tweeting, and a lot of people were talking about it. They came out and they said, "This game matters to us. This is the Rose Bowl. This is history. We're not mad that we didn't make the play." I mean, they didn't necessarily say that, but like we mm-hmm. know we didn't make the playoffs, but this game is still important. It's the game they really wanted, right? We need this for momentum, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They talked a good game enough that I I started to believe it. Because I do know that the Rose Bowl matters. Like yeah. Ohio, like Ohio State is a very traditional school. The Big Ten's a very traditional conference. Like we do still care about stuff like that. Sometimes to our detriment when it comes to like voting for certain things in college football and stuff like that. Like the Big Ten cares about bowl games still. Whatever we're one of the first conferences ever created. So I, I did start to believe it. And then they played, and I was they like, played phenomenal. They played a really great game. It was well, in the just- beginning. In the beginning, it looked like they were lying. It looked like they didn't care about the Rose Bowl, and they were just talking to the media and just yeah. saying what they thought people wanted to hear. And then they went down in halftime, came back, and it was like, no, they do care. This team does have a little bit of pride. And then it was like, and, and, and it was crazy too because you could tell that you could tell that Utah was depleted on that secondary because they were trying to double team. Or uh, what's the name? And it just didn't matter. It really just did not matter. And uh, and. Utah was like literally one, just one play, one play away in that second half of stealing the deal. And it, and and that's the thing. It's just like they had the plays. Like mm-hmm. like they they forced a fumble on what should have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's the yeah, play that, that they was the play. And then, like, and then, like, and then right after that, it. then right after that, CJ Stroud throws a pick, and I was like, "Who was he throwing the ball to?" Even coming between that, I was like, "You do it right to him." He was never open. He was never he open. Was never open. And it's Why like, did you throw that? And it's like, yep, Utah did it. It's like, okay, Ohio State showed some fight, but Utah did it. Back-to-back turnovers or whatever, or whatever happened in the game, two big turnovers, one mm-hmm. on what was a short touchdown. And you know what's crazy? I don't know if you know this, and anyone who listened to this is not a super Ohio State fan. You might not know this because I don't think they talked about it in the broadcast. Clark Phillips, which is weird because they always talk about stuff like this in the broadcast, the corner who forced the, the, the fumble and the interception, Mm-hmm. That was the same kid. Yeah, he was committed a, to Ohio. He was committed is, to Ohio State. He's a he's sophomore. A, I almost say I, I swear he's like a freshman or a sophomore. He was young. I th- yeah, he's. This is his second year. Okay. Uh, whatever, whatever they classify him as, this is his second year. Okay. Um, he was committed to Ohio State. Well, he was back. He was between Utah and Ohio State. And on signing day, he picked Utah. Everyone thought he was going to Ohio State, and he's good. He would be the best player in Ohio State's secondary right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was a big thing when Ohio State missed on him, and everyone's like, and you know how it is. It's Utah. People don't respect Utah. They're like, oh, you're gonna regret it. You chose Utah over Ohio State. This, that, and the third. Well, he just had the game of his life in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and, it was, and they were talking about it. Uh, they were talking about it in the game on the fumble. It was perfect technique. That was something that it, you, you could tell he was coached at because he said you can't protect it by grabbing the uh, left arm and he punched it right out right after that. Yeah, and that was and that then, was just beautiful technique. And then on the interception, he ran the he ran the wide receiver. Like you he said, it. he was 
he was never open. They tried to double. They tried to double move. It was perfect technique. He didn't get too much. I don't know why Stroud did it. Because at no point was he open. Yeah, he was never open. So I don't understand why he threw it. I don't understand the route either. A double move with uh, what was it at the fifteen yard line? I can guard that as well because he was way, he was, way, he was far out. He was far out wide, and they ran a double move. You're not doing a short route, dude. You want the touchdown? I know what type of team you are. I know what Ohio State likes to do. And he ran like you said. He ran around and then just picked him off. He looked like he, it looked like Stroud threw it straight to him. Yeah, and it's like and and and, and Stroud's a great quarterback. He has some room to grow. You don't throw that, but yeah. also you don't run a double move to your possession receiver. Like Julian Fleming is like the biggest receiver on the team. He's not your like if, yeah. if Jackson Smith and Jigba ran that. Or maybe Emeka Ekbuka, who are two of the faster guys. Uh, if you don't know all their names, Emeka yeah. Ekbuka is the one who also returns kicks. The really yeah. fast. No, I, yeah, I don't but, know. Okay, if one of them did it, a good game too. Yeah, if one of them did it, maybe they get open because they're a little faster. But yeah. still, probably not because Clark Phillips is a dog. But like, I don't know. I, don't I can know see why you don't want to possess any type of because it's a jump ball. And he he had like three inches on him. It's just yeah. it was it was it was perfectly defended. That there was really no you should he should start should do that ball out of the end zone. Yeah, that's one of the ones where you're like, if you're gonna throw that, you have to do like you're like he yeah, has he to dunk it or no one does. Yeah, he has to dunk. You throw it like it's a ten foot rim, mm-hmm. and then you make him go up and get it. He tried to loft it in there, and Clark yeah. Phillips was like. Ugh. Mine's yeah, everything about it. It was just it was it was done wrong. And if anything, you need to throw it up way too high, and it's over, and it's overthrown going out of the end zone where only your receiver can catch it. And he, he was he was pretty, uh, he was covered perfectly, so that ball should have just went out of the end zone. I, yeah. I remember I sent me through. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like I literally, as soon as he threw it, it didn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I will say. Right, a, a positive for Ohio State aside from winning the game, uh, Utah has one of, if not the best linebacker in the country. Mm-hmm. He was a non-factor. I just pulled up the stats. He had four tackles, and I'm watching the game. And this dude, in his career, if I, I think I have the number right, in his career, he has three interceptions returned for a touchdown. Wow! Like he's he's a beast. Like like if I don't know if you get into draft prep or any of that kind of stuff. Sometimes watch watch him. His name is Devin Lloyd. He's gonna go very high. Because oh, because I was about to say the Steelers kind of need another linebacker now because we just keep getting hurt at that position. Boy, it's quarterback. It's quarterback for us right now. Anyway, not in this class. You never know. You never know. You never know. There's this. There might be a diamond in the rough. There just might be. I don't believe it, but there just might be. Again, no one thought Russell Wilson would be who he was, and he was like a six round. So true. This is this is dude's stats this season. First of all, he's six three two thirty five. So he's a linebacker for sure. Mm-hmm. One hundred eleven tackles, six pass defense, eight sacks, one forced fumble. Four interceptions. Two of those four interceptions returned to a touchdown. I, 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 Ohio State. Ohio State took him out of the game, and that that was good. Like a lot of those, like crossing routes and things like that. Yeah, that's what I was threw, saying. That's what it was. They threw right over his head. Yeah, like uh, I like the one or away from him too. Yeah, 
like the one that Jackson Smith and Jigba caught, like in between the linebacker and the safety, he was that linebacker, and he threw it right over. You're his right because he did almost pick it off. He got yeah. he got up just not enough. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. I was just thinking because you said he was six three. It's really wild how that's tall in the NFL and short in the NBA. Yeah, which is why there's always like some players. It's like, bro, like, like, like CJ Stroud said he wanted to play like basketball is his first love, and I'm like, thankfully you chose football because you're six three. You're like six two, six three. You're like, eh. You could have been a point guard, but maybe not. Yeah, it's like it's like like there's a lot of people who's like, yeah, I want to play basketball, but they're you're six six two eighty. If you don't get your ass on the football court, like yeah, two eighty, yeah, go play some football. At six six, go play some football. (laughs) If you're six six two ten, maybe go play some. Yeah, you can go and try some basketball. But two eighty, bro, you're a linebacker. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. Six, six. And it's it's just so funny. Like six six, like football players are literally like, Yeah, I'm a tight end, I'm six six, two eighty five. And then they go to a basketball player, it's like I'm six six, two oh seven. Like, what? like you're the you're the height of a shooting guard with the weight of a goddamn singer. Go play some basketball. Let's go play some football. Okay. Zion. Zion. Zion should have been a freaking um, – he should be a freaking defensive end. He should oh, be a nose true. tackle. No, because he was – yeah, you're right. Because I was going to say he got – I was going to say he, gets, he got speed, so he could probably play linebacker. He could play some coverage. But you're right, yeah. Being, he, especially since he, he just likes the game weight. Yeah, being. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's six six three seventeen. Put him in the middle of somebody. He's like, he's that's like the size. That's that's, that's in Dominican Sue. Sue. That's Sue. <laughs> yeah, Sue's not six six though. You tell yeah. me he wouldn't have been. You tell me he wouldn't have been a dominant freaking. Uh, uh, even even at and, and even at his. That's Vince Wilford. Isn't that Vince Wilford? Because I think Vince Wilford is six six. If I'm not mistaken. He, yeah. Okay. That, you know who that is. That's the force. That's the force Buckner. Force Buckner is the force Buckner six seven. He his listed so on Basketball Sports Reference his listed size six six two eighty four. Yeah, bro, go play some D N or D tackle. No, I'm T taller than Vince Wilford. Vince Wilford is only six two. Only. <laughs> um. Um. Oh, listen, listen. I, I said six six two eighty four, right? Yeah. DeForest DeForest Buckner six seven two ninety five. Boy, if you don't, boy, if you don't, the Saints you don't get you. That from, <laughs> the Saints, um, no, 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 the Lions, the Lions. Well, well, the reason why I said the Saints is because they're owned by the same people. Just tell well, them. The, the, reason that the, Saints, the, the reason why I would say the Saints is because the Saints has a great pass rush. Only just four people oh, they don't need. Yeah. Like Cardinals, oh, this game over. Or like Detroit can use them. The Jets definitely. Yes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Jacksonville. Tell them to revert that. Tell them to revert that contract. Well, you're six six two eighty. That's his ideal weight. He probably actually is that three seventeen that Google said. You telling me you're not on the football field? How do we? I don't know how we got on this. I don't know either. I don't know either. But it's just wild to me. 
I looked at him once and said he should have been a football player. Yeah. And then it's crazy because he's 6'6 and plays what power for it, bro. He got the height of a shooting guard and the weight of a defensive game. Go play football. I mean, I, I don't blame him. I don't want CTV. I get it. Like, I, I wouldn't want him either, but man. But, like, he's everyone's like, oh, so dominant, this, then, the third. He's six. Was six. He? <laughs> he's was he six, six. Okay, we need to get uh, off Zion. This is not a basketball podcast. If y'all right. can't tell, me and, me and Dante are not Zion fans. I don't um, think it's going to be anything for real. I said Greg, that as soon as we came Greg out. Greg in the making. Oh, man. Okay. And that's Big Ten. That's Big Ten. We're, we're, we're wrapping it all up. We're, we're coming yeah. back to it. So, so before we go on our break to um, to wrap up the Ohio State Utah game, just a ungod like an ungodly performance by uh, Justin Drake. I was going to say both, both teams, but yeah, yeah, but like fifteen receptions, three hundred forty six yards, and three touchdowns, and it should have been four touchdowns. Like if he doesn't fumble, and it's it's fifteen receptions for like three. 50, 360 something because he had like 14 yards to go and four touchdowns. No, that fumble was that fumble happened right at like the three yard line. Like he punched it out right no, before they, he scored. No, <laughs> I, I, I watched it. It happened at like the 12 and the ball was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he still has some time. Um, but yeah, 15 for 346, three touchdowns. Marvin Harrison Jr. literally looking like his dad, three yeah. touchdowns. And they were all just beautiful route, just like beautiful route running. Um, I, I mean, yeah, but, but, but shout that's out to Utah, good. man. You came out forty-five oh, points. You needed to win that game. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> most cases, and most like literally, you play like that against ninety teams in the country, and you if win you that didn't game. Didn't have to go against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl game. You Rose Bowl champions right now. Literally, like, any, like that's just, and that's the thing. It's just like you can't, like, you can't even be mad. You can't even be sad. Like the, for them, I, like you know, their coach. Like maybe you can say, oh, defense, whatever. But, like nobody can be mad at that loss. Like they put, they. That's one of those. They laid it all out on the field. Yeah, they laid it all out. And I mean, it's 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 one thing. I say like the one way that Ohio State wins a lot of the games is just big plays. If you don't give up big plays, you beat Ohio State, especially this season. And they're just one big play, like one. You you take away one big play, you won the game. Yeah, won that game. I I do just want to say this, and it doesn't really matter because one of the coaches is already gone. So hopefully, some more are going to be leaving. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because we're going to get but, to stuff like that. My pissed up, man. But, but we I do just want to give a little credit to the Ohio State defense for how they played in the second half. They got bullied, spat on, kicked. Called out their name. They mama was ugly. Like everything, what? they just, like, every, every, any because you know how people talk on the football field, and they they had no fight in them. They had no yeah. fight in that first half, and they turned it around and only allowed ten points mm-hmm. in the second half. And it looked like Utah was going for seventy. So I mean, you can only give them so many props because they allowed forty five. But mm-hmm. they turned it around, and so I do want to give them props at least for the fight, yeah. uh, for the fight that they showed, for the hustle. Like, and and a lot of the people out there, like you talked about it, it's no excuses. But a lot of the people out there were young, and a lot of them, that's a lot of it's a lot of players who hadn't really played. Yeah, um, 
and they put some effort and some fight on the field that the new coach is going to look at it and be like, clearly this was not good enough, but I saw some good qualities in some mm-hmm. of you. And I think that's going to be if if you're someone that believes in momentum for the new season. Not everyone does, but if you're someone that believes in momentum for the new season, I think that that gave certain players some momentum individually, uh, not as a team, as a unit, because that is going to get blown up. Like that coach is going to earn his one point nine million dollars because oh, yeah, the yeah, defense yeah. Is, is bad. But there were certain players who earned some momentum and and some stuff like that. So I, I just I did want to give a little bit of a shout out to the defense, but overall. I, I, yeah, it was, a, it was an overall great game. Great yeah, this is going to be one of those games in like 10 years, right before the Rose Bowl, when they start replaying games, they're going to be replaying this game. Oh, they're going to put this on the Big Team Classic like in a week yeah. or two. <laughs> <laughs> like this game is going to be one of those games that's going to be on there. So. Yeah. Um, and even, even in, 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 uh, you're talking about momentum for Ohio State. This is still momentum for Utah. Again, you had a lot of people sit out, and you still – you really were that close. You were able to put up 45 points. You held you held Ohio State to a 28 in the first half. You should have held them to 21, but 28 in the first half. Like you, you had a great game as well, so you need to have momentum going into next year. I think they might win their division again yeah. next year. Or conference, yeah. conference. I'm, I'm I was – I was just gonna say that when you talked when you brought Utah up, unfortunately they got Lincoln Riley in the in there, and Lincoln Riley is gonna turn around USC, but it's I not. Don't think, be next I don't year. think it's gonna be next year. I don't think so either. So Utah, I hope to see them. If not in the playoffs, I hope to see them in the Rose Bowl again yeah. next year. I hope they. Because I, I think USC is still gonna stink because they still have they still have a history of being garbage. Like their their most recent history is uh, Reggie Bush. Like really. Yeah, I mean, he's going to turn it around. It's just not going to be next year. Next year, yeah. So I, I hope to see Utah in the Rose Bowl again next year. I just hope it's not against Ohio State. I would love a Utah-Ohio State match, a rematch, uh, just in the playoffs. Ooh, like, oh, get, okay. Get both teams in the playoffs and we can talk about it. I don't want to see them in the Rose Bowl again, but I do hope. Like, I will be rooting for them. They showed a lot of fight. Yeah, because if, if you see Utah next year in the Rose Bowl, like if Ohio State plays Utah in the Rose Bowl again, I think I think Utah pulls that one out only because of what happened this year, and then Ohio State's going to be like just just disappointing again, obviously, if they're in the Rose Bowl. Actually, next year, I think if they see Utah in the Rose Bowl, it'll mean it's in the playoffs. Because I think the Rose Bowl next year is in the playoffs. Because, you know, okay. they, they, they rotate every other year. Okay. So I think, the Rose, I think the Rose Bowl is one of the playoff sites. Well, I'm sorry, there's six bowls. Only two of them can be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they get the playoff every three years. Okay. I think I think next year they're in the playoffs because I don't think they were in the playoffs the last two years. Okay. So, all right. Then, yeah, it's probably going to be that. But okay, so that that is uh, most of the games we have two left, I think, to talk about. So we're gonna take a quick break, really quick. Uh, we're gonna get paid. Let the sponsors talk to you, and we will be right back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the I seventy Football Show. Uh, as always, I'm your host uh, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host Dante, and we have had a good time talking about football. Uh, thankfully, we've been talking about real football. Unfortunately for the last time in some months, but it's been good to talk about some real games, which has been kind of sparse the last couple of weeks. Um, so what games do we have left to talk about? Uh, like, we talked about the Michigan, we talked about Ohio State. Uh, we talked, uh, so we have Maryland. Maryland, Michigan State, and Purdue, right? Yeah, yeah. 
right, so let, let's get into this. Let's just get Michigan State out the way. Um, the only reason I really highlighted this game is because I thought it was interesting. Peyton Thorne, I, I talk all the, all the time about bad quarterbacks. He had a really good game. He had to have a good game. As a team, as a team, mm-hmm. Michigan State carried 35 times for 56 yards. Yeah. You want to talk about Kenneth Walker being the engine of a team. He misses one game and they can't run the ball. Can't even a little bit. They can't like, and it's just, it's weird because it's like, it wasn't only him, right? We thought they had a good offensive line. thought there were some pieces. Maybe like, well, they already, maybe they knew their, maybe they knew their backup running backs were trash because didn't Michigan State get the Wisconsin transfer? You remember that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, think... I'm pretty sure they did. So maybe they knew their backup was trash. Cause I'm pretty sure they got the Wisconsin transfer at the end of this season for next season. Um, uh, Berger, Jalen, Jalen Berger, who was there, uh, who was Wisconsin's starting running back last year. So maybe their backups are just sorry, and that's did, why they got Nick Walker. I, th- I could have swore they picked up Jalen Berger. I just said not showing up here. Oh, Jalen Berger. I'm, I'm almost positive. B E G E R transfer. Former Wisconsin running back Jalen Berger. He was dismissed. He transfers to a Big Ten school. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, he's going to Michigan State. Oh, he's going there. Um, yeah, he's not on the roster now. No, no, no. Like he was oh, at okay. Wisconsin this. He was at Wisconsin this season. Got dismissed. Committed mm-hmm. to Michigan State for next year. Next year, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so like he he's probably at Michigan State now. Like whenever their whenever their school starts in a, in a week or two, he'll be on campus and he'll go through their spring training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, maybe they just knew their backup for trash because they were very quick to get him on their roster. But like thirty five carries for fifty six yards is just nuts. Nothing. Um, Nothing, but, and, 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 and in a way, it's also big ups to Pittsburgh for because uh, they they knew exactly what to do. They didn't stop Michigan State's running. Uh, uh, again, I think Michigan State only won this because Pitt's quarter backup quarterback got hurt. That's very fair. Because <laughs> the guy that came in was the one ducks. <laughs> so, not Joe Burrow doing get the gat in the locker room. That was disgusting to see. I like Joe Burrow, but I do not need to see him dancing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you so know what's gonna be crazy? You know what's gonna be crazy? It's nice that they won the big the, the Big Ten, the uh, AFC North. But um I don't think they win it next year. I think Ravens Ravens team are gonna be all healthy and the Ravens are gonna win the AFC North again next year. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't watch but, the Cavaliers in Columbus. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Peyton Thorne had a good game, uh, ish. Twenty nine for fifty, which is not great, but three hundred and fifty four yards and three touchdowns. He threw the ball fifty times because they couldn't run it. <laughs> Thirty five carries is still a lot of carries too. That's yeah. really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... But the games are touchdowns. Yeah, that would be a game. Even if you are 29 for 50. 
Yeah, it will. Uh, and they did win. They beat Pit- they beat Pittsburgh thirty-one to twenty-one. So, and we're going to talk about this uh, later with your pit stop. But this is one of the games that everyone highlighted because, mm-hmm. first of all, this would have been a playoff game if the field was twelve. And yeah. also the two best players in the game, the quarterback um, and the running back for Michigan State, opted out. And so everyone's like, oh, don't, don't, don't care. Go for them. What if Kenneth Walker? No, make sure you make sure you don't get hurt and immediately it for a meaningless college game. Because I'm sorry, I, I, and I know because we're doing a college po- a college football podcast, so people are going to look at me wrong for that. But in the in the grand scheme of everything, as a senior or a junior, it's a meaningless game for for an organization that really don't care about you. They don't. No college football school cares about their team. About their players because if they did, they would have they would they would still help you get your education if you got hurt and your your career was over. But they don't. They take away your uh, way of paying for school and they and tell you I don't I, I sign up do, do something. So that's what I'm like, well, they don't do that no more. But it's because someone mandated it happen. I think they had they got sued. That was and so Western. Was it Northwestern? And Northwestern's entire football team got that. Yeah, okay. I, I don't remember it like that, but you're probably right. That does kind of sound familiar. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm telling you, it was within the last five or so years. Yeah, yeah. Because Urban – at least Urban Meyer was at Ohio State. So it was, it was within the last ten. Mm-hmm. But most likely the last five to six that that happened. Cause I yeah, I think I remember seeing. I I think I remember seeing players like talking on CNN about it, and I think I was yeah. at Bowling Green. So that was like 2012, 2013 when they advocated for it. I don't know when they got it, but I know it was around yeah. when they advocated for it. And I think I was in college. I think it was maybe my freshman year in college, so like 2014 ish. Mm-hmm. It was about right. Dropped. So yeah. that, okay, twenty fourteen. But still, but still I, that's fine. I, 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 I get that that that's not a thing anymore. But still, like, I, I got a chance but, to make but, millions. But, <laughs> but yeah, but to your point, they had to be sued basically to get it. It wasn't something that people were just giving out of the kindness of their heart. Yeah. So even because I think one of the school or the NCAA was looking at it as a parking car. And they're like, well, they're not, they, they don't work. They're not professionals. Yeah. They're they're students. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't break my leg in college as a regular student, and then my scholarships take it away from me. So so now I have to pay for this surgery and these health bills, and my scholarship's gone. That's cute. Like that's yeah. that's a way to ruin my life. Now I'm in double debt because I was only going to school to play football. Anyways, I wasn't taking real school classes. And now I have school debt and medical debt because of the football program. Yeah, so. I don't blame you for sitting out a, a ball game as a senior or a junior, no. getting ready to right. go into the uh, combine or whatever. A hundred percent. So let's get into this next game. <clears throat> and I, this game, the, these other games, that especially this one, I have on here for a specific reason as well. Maryland blew out Virginia Tech. <laughs> Just utterly destroyed them. Um, you wa- you watched most of this game, right? Until no, I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit of this game. And okay. it, was, it was bad. From uh, it, it started off bad. And I was like, I, I can watch something else. Like you, 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 you saw enough. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. Did you Did you see how Tulua uh, Tagovailoa was playing? Uh yeah yeah. 
that is what I've been waiting to see. He might be better than his brother. I've always thought he was better than his brother. I it just he didn't show. It didn't manifest. Yeah. And and he's still young. We talked about it earlier in the season when we realized that last year was his first year. It was the pandemic year, so this was his first full season starting. Um, I think he's someone who needs to play until his eligibility is up. So I think he needs to play for two more years. Yeah. Like, I don't think he should, unless he just has a crazy year and the money's there, he should jump. I do think he needs a little bit more development before he tries to go pro. But I've been, we've been saying all year, he should probably be the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. Yeah. And he really wasn't that this season. But And one thing we talked about when we previewed this game is I remember saying, like, I hope this is the game that it clicks for Tolua and and we start to see what he can be next season. And I think that, I mean, who he has to do it again next season, but he played like a perfect game. Yeah, no, it was, it was a really good game by him. He, he, did play, he did play a perfect game. And as Maryland as a whole, they played a perfect game. Yeah, like some of the balls, like some of the passes he was dropping just in the bucket. Like it was a yeah. really good game. And, but the, the real reason, aside from wanting to talk about him, the real reason I put this on here, I have a question. I don't know okay. if you saw this in our chat. I want to know where you, where you believe it. So there are two lines of thinking. There's my line of thinking that Maryland is an above-average team who looks bad because they play in the Big Ten East and they have to play Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State every single year. And I believe that if Maryland was in the Pac-12 or the ACC or even the Big 12, they would be an 8-10 to win team every year. They might they win the ACC. Thank you. The other side is people just think that they're a bad team. It's like they're not a bad team. They were playing they just, 50 all year. <laughs> they, just have to, they just have to play Ohio State, yeah. Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. Because if, if, if they weren't playing well, they're putting up close to 50 points. Uh, yeah, if, if, I'm, if I'm not wrong. And, and and it's like you play those four. If those are even if those even if that's three guaranteed losses, that means they're going six and three the rest of the time. That's a good yeah. record. Like and and so okay, so we're on the same page here. I genuinely believe if if Maryland was in the ACC, they would win that conference. They would win that conference. Yeah, they would win it this year, I believe. But possibly, and they would contend for it once every three to four years. I don't think that I'm not saying they'd be a dynasty. I'm not saying they'd be the best team out there, but they would consistently win eight to ten, and they would be in the championship game. They would be freaking. They would be Northwestern without the random two two lost years. Like they'd yeah. be a consistent program that, or, or or Wisconsin, a consistent program that get Wisconsin's maybe the better one. A consistent program, eight to ten years, eight to ten ones a year, and they they get to the um the championship game pretty often. They don't always win it, but nobody wants to play them. That would be them in, like, three other conferences. They're just in the Big Ten East. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think if they were in the ACC, they would have won it this year. Especially since Clemson will have three L's. Yeah, um, yeah, I think they would have won it. I'm mad Clemson won their ball game. Random eight, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, shoot. Maryland might have beat Clemson. This yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah, Clemson couldn't stop it on defense for real. If it was a good offense, they would get beat up on. <laughs> they would get beat. And, 
And Maryland's defense isn't amazing, but it's good enough to stop that terrible offense. Yep. Their offense is so good. Because if you're good enough, where Clemson will beat themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. I watched that Clemson game, and I was like, um, there's nothing that I can take from this game if I was a Clemson fan that tells me they're going to be better next year. Nope. Like, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, Clemson's going to be back. And it's like, I understand why you believe that. This is just one down year, and a down year for them is nine wins. I understand why you believe that. But watch the games. I don't see any – I didn't watch – it was freaking Iowa State, and they could barely beat them. Like, nah, nah. Yeah. Last yeah. year's Clemson is blown. Last year's Clemson or, or Clemson with Deshaun Watson, they're beating Iowa State by 28 points. Like, they're not playing Iowa State. Well, first of all, they're not. But, like, <laughs> if somehow they had to, they're beating them by 28. So it's just like. Hey, if, it was, if it was Deshaun Watson's Clemson, it'd be the Maryland uh, score. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. So I don't know. I didn't see anything that made me think Clemson is coming back. But um, I'm glad we agree because I just don't – like, I get it. Like, it's sometimes it's, it's hard to – Is it the Virginia Tech in the ACC? Right. That's why I brought up the ACC. Yeah, because they I, have – <laughs> They had the same exact record. They were both six and six teams, but Maryland. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Maryland, Maryland, Maryland could have easily won eight games in the ACC and probably won the ACC championship and probably yeah. be ranked. Yeah, so I don't think Maryland didn't finish ranked. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm glad we're on the same page. And I know it can be difficult sometimes to predict it, especially when you get when you see them get beat up by Ohio State. But the ACC doesn't have an Ohio State. You're telling me Maryland couldn't play Virginia Tech, Virginia, Duke, Florida State? Like, who Who? Would oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but then they're, they're beating all those teams. Because right. then you can hear talking about, well, they got beat up by Ohio State. Well, uh, most Ohio State fans think they're supposed to win every game. So what do you expect? <laughs> Was Ohio State fan expected Ohio State to blow out every team they play? So you're talking about Maryland lost to Ohio State, but you expect Ohio State to win that game regardless. Yeah. So I don't know. They, they lost to no, Ohio State because they're, they're supposed to, but there's not an Ohio State in the ACC. They and could be. Not- it could be them. They, they could be Ohio State in the ACC if they really try because – I'm gonna be able to to bowl opponent by uh, forty four points in there in that division. I don't think anybody else in that division could do much better. If anything, Maryland still put up fifty four, but I think Clinton will put up thirty four. Congratulations. Yeah. I think they would need a better coach. To be the Ohio State in the in the uh, in the ACC, which yeah. is why I I think more like an eight to ten kind of thing, but they would be very formidable. With nobody would want to play them, and they nah, would be an occasional year where they go eleven and one, depending on how their schedule shakes. Yeah. Like, so I'm I'm glad we're on the same page with that because it's just like you just can't look at these teams like that, and that's why in the Big Ten I want them to get rid of divisions. Matter of fact, matter of fact, what's the ACC's ball record this year? Because it's like yeah, if Maryland and Rutgers were not in the, if they were even in the Big Ten West, they would be better teams. So it's just like yeah, the Big Ten needs to get rid of divisions. Um, Two and four. Yeah, so not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can, yeah. 
I think Maryland Maryland will do fine in the ACC. Yeah. Where did Maryland okay. come from? The ACC. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. They were bad. That's right. I remember that because they were bad then. They only yeah. played the Big Ten a few for a few years and they're a better team. So if they were to go back, yeah, they would win that division with ease. Yeah, like like they got like they got all the Big Ten knowledge. They got that extra money. Like they they got that level of competition. So it raised the standard of their program. Yeah, and they went back to the ACC. Over and done with. Over and done with. So okay, let's get into our last game. Our last game is the other, the other like up until the Ohio State Utah game happened. The other best game of the bowl season, Purdue and Tennessee. I would just like to say, we're good at this. We talked about that. We predicted this game down to a T. First of all, we both had different winners because, we, as we said, it was a toss-up. Yeah. We, we said that Purdue was going to throw the ball all over the place. We said that Tennessee was going to have a balanced offense and they were going to score a bunch of points and that this was going to be a really good game. Everything we said about this game happened. Mm-hmm. Um, final score, 48-45. to 45, Game went to overtime. And it was a controversial overtime. So I just want to get your – I mean, it doesn't matter, but I just want to get your opinion on that first. Was that a touchdown, or did the ref call the play right? Uh, now, I can't remember what the play was exactly. So, and I know so, I, saw, I saw it last night, too, and now I can't even remember what the play was exactly. So, they, it's a fourth and whatever. They throw it short. Dude is in a pile. He's pushing, he's pushing, and then he reaches his, he reaches his hand over the goal line. Clearly a touchdown. They right. say it's not a touchdown because his forward progress stopped before now, he reaches his arm over the goal line. Now, see, that rule, that rule has always confused me in football because exactly when does forward progress stop? When Whenever you, the refs decide to call it. Yeah, but that's weird to me because a lot of the time they don't even blow the whistle. And then they're like, all right, forward progress stopped here, but we didn't blow the whistle for another five seconds. Well, that's exactly what happened in this one. They said his forward progress stopped, but when you listen to the replay, the whistle comes after his arm is over. reaches up. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how refs determine that, and I, I don't think they've ever explained that. I really wish they would because – in my eyes, that's a touchdown. In my eyes, that's a touchdown. If you blow, it, I feel like forward progress has to end once you blow the whistle. Not when you see the ends and then you finally decide to blow the whistle after anything that happens. Because here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. If he had put a, stuck his arm out and somebody punched it out of his hand and it's a fumble, they're going to still say forward progress out. Right? Yep. But that, that that's something that needs to be really addressed. That really needs to be looked at. Because in my eyes, that's a touchdown to me. So I can get, now I understand now I remember why that was controversial. Uh, I, I hate when refs determine games. And I feel like we were robbed. Like, mm-hmm. it was a great game, but, like, we could have used more football. Mm-hmm. Give them the touchdown and give Purdue a chance to answer. Like, yeah. let's, see, let's see what happens. Um, so, but I mean, it was an amazing game. Um, Hendon Hooker, Tennessee's quarterback, 26 for 41, 378 yards, five touchdowns. Their running back, whose name is Jabari Smalls, 26 carries, 180 yards, one touchdown, 6.9 average. 
just like we said, balance attack. They're going to run and pass all of the Damn, I'd be pissed if I was Tennessee. That's exactly what they did. And then Purdue, they had no running game. They had under 100 yards rushing because they don't rush the ball. Right. But their their quarterback, 26 for 47, 534 yards, five touchdowns. Here's the thing. Oh, that shoulder is being ice for two weeks. You want to know what the craziest part is, though? He threw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. And, and they still won, won the game. game. Yep, that's all I'm saying. I saw that that you threw three interceptions and then your quarterback for Tennessee. But uh, how many was the Tennessee have? How many what? Turnovers. So I can't find the actual turnovers. Um, it looks like one. The their quarterback. Oh. Their, their quarterback fumbled three times, but he only lost it once, and he mm-hmm. didn't throw any interceptions. So I think they only had one turnover. So that's that. So now, now I'm going back to that controversy, and it makes it, it it pisses me off a lot more because we did as a team, really as Tennessee as a team, we did everything we really possibly could to win this game, and we lost because of the rush almost. Because I'm, I'm sorry, I take we had three takeaways from the quarterback alone. And we had a balanced game on, on our army on our offense, and we still lost this game. It's I, I you, you, there's no defense in this game. Good lord! <laughs> At the same time, there was because I mean, three interceptions. That's good enough defense to win you any game. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, man. But it was a it was a great game to watch. It was oh, yeah, better it was than I, it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. I think we hit the nail on the head with that one. We said it was going to be a good game. It was. I, 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 I think exciting. I said it was going to be high scoring too because I looked yeah. at Tennessee's defense. What defense? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because, like, you give up 45 points, and that's not just about the Utah and Ohio State game. Like, that's a, that's a lot of points. So, <laughs> points. That's, a, that's pretty much almost 100 points between the two. Yeah, uh, and on the on the Tennessee on the Purdue side, mm-hmm. they did it without their best wide receiver and their and their best defensive player. But that give, that should give them a little bit of confidence because they like the players. The, yeah, the players who did it in this game are the ones who are coming back next year. Right. They need to find a running game. I don't think you can live with this passing only thing. And a defense. Because that bad on Terrence Rotator Cuff if he has to throw the ball 84 times. I, I, all, I, all I know is this. I'm not predicting. I'm not predicting Purdue to only win two games next season. Nope, nope. I, I, I learned my freaking lesson. <laughs> watch, 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 watch it. Indiana's gonna win ten games, but Purdue's gonna win two. <laughs> I think Indiana. I think Indiana's done. I don't think they have a good year. I think their coach gets fired next year. Unless, unless I see something in the off season that because obviously it's January, we make these picks in August, so they have eight months to change my mind. Right. I think their coach may get fired next season. So, if you all remember, uh, we had a bowl challenge. We we did kind of update it, um, but just officially, I went eight and two. Dante went six and four. So Dante, <laughs> Dante has to Dante has to buy the wings. And he has to wear 
the Clemson shirt. I'll probably be getting that Clemson shirt in like a week or two because I get my my paycheck for my new job. So I'll be able new to get job. that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I started a new job like two weeks ago. Are we even friends? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey listen, look, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. It's, it's really, it's kind of like one of those things in my eyes where it's like, it wasn't that important to me. What? Wow, I get it, I get it. But it's like, it wasn't news. It wasn't that big of a news to me. So I just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Been in for two weeks. <laughs> that's how I wait. I didn't tell you that's how I got the. Oh yeah, no, but that's how I kind of got this up. Huh? No. Oh yeah, I messed up. You talked about that. You talked about that. I messed up. Okay. Well, breaking news on the I seventy football show. Me and Dante are not actually friends. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we've known each other since college and we do this every single week and even before the podcast we hang out like we we do things together <laughs> like, throughout oh, the summer we just randomly would have cookouts and go to each other's Boy, houses uh, and stuff like it's really OB because it's just stuff like that just don't like I just don't be that excited to tell people and then I forget that I haven't told anyone and next thing you know I've been there for three months I'm like oh yeah no I've been here for a while I'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs> you have a year. You have a year in. It's just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I went. I went eight and two, and I actually did the math right the first time. My overall um, is I went one hundred three mm-hmm. and seventy five, and you went ninety nine and seventy nine. I'm still winning record. I'll take it. Yeah. So, but Dante has to uh, buy the wings for the national championship game. So That's okay with me. As we as we start to wrap up, we'll, we'll get into the national championship just really really quickly, and then we'll get into our pitch stops. One of which we kind of talked about a little bit already. Um, Georgia versus Bama. You're a Bama fan for whatever reason. First question I have. First First question I have, is, does this feel anticlimactic, like it's like two SEC teams, or do you think it's like, like where do you fall? Not no, I'm bored. Like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because even before the, before the game started, I was like, we're going to get an SEC rematch. I, I, <laughs> I knew it. I was like, it's going to be an SEC rematch. Something you can tell that Michigan's going to – going to poop the bed, and that's exactly what they did. So I was like, and, and once I saw that, I was like, <sighs> and, I, and you know what? And even as an Alabama fan, and I, I do believe we're going to win this game. It's going to be a good game, but I think Alabama's going to be another, uh, be the champion again. That's so anti-climatic. Alabama <laughs> beating Georgia for the for the national championship game is, for the national champion, it's just, mm, I'd rather see them go against Michigan. 
it, 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 it like it's not gonna happen. We kind of talked about it before, but it's mm-hmm. just like, dang, like what is Georgia Celia? If they don't win this game, like you can't fire the coach because no. there's not that many coaches better than him. And, and, and but like, it's like not only that, it's not win. like you had a bad year anyway. You were number one yeah. all year, pretty much. But, <laughs> but it's like, but you still can't beat Alabama. Like you what can't you beat me. A lot of people can't. Everyone's even just though, even the people who do, he come back next year and blow you up. Yeah, you're just hoping and praying that Nick Saban at 70 gets bored. <laughs> and it doesn't actually... Doesn't like, look like, doesn't look like, like he's used to winning at this point. You saw the picture when he won that game, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to take for him to retire. Oh, 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 side note. The Raiders still aren't in the playoffs, even though they beat the Colts. Really? Yeah. They must have just shown that. Yeah. Um, so... Um, I don't know. Like, and, and here's the thing: I, I, I just say Green Bay be on TV um, all the time, and they're the, they're they're the Sunday night game. game. <laughs> I'm gonna knock on wood before I say this. The only thing it seems like that's gonna get Nick Saban to retire is health issues, and I don't yeah. want no health issues for Nick Saban. But it's just mm-hmm. like, can you just go be a grandpa? <laughs> like, that, like that I know you have grandkids. Or his wife <laughs> finally goes, bro, bro. You've been doing this forever. Can like, we bro, stop? You're the greatest. Please, it's okay now, bro. You could. You got nothing else to prove. Because you are not playing to prove anything. He just pro- yeah. he really likes winning championships. That's like, really I haven't what this is. Like, I haven't seen you for fifty years of our marriage. You are yeah. seventy. Yeah, I mean, most of that marriage has been him coaching or playing football. Like, <laughs> like, can you sit down? Can we go on vacation? Like, oh, Bill had the game with the touchdown. Yeah, hey, he's he's had, he's had five touchdowns and in seven games. games. Seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. with, with the, I don't know how the hell it's been seven games already, but he's had five touchdowns in seven games, and that's more touchdowns than he had, I think, his entire in twenty nine games with the, with the or yes. something stupid. Yeah, it's definitely the most touchdowns he's had. Oh, he's only there for two years. Yeah, that's the most touchdowns he's had. So, um, it was was clearly Odell's fault. You know, it's not that Baker's a bad quarterback or or anything. Uh, You know, clearly. Um, Everybody wants to fault about Baker's. Yeah, of course. So, I I don't want to get into this game too, too much. There's going to be a million people talking about it. It's going to be all over TV. Just, Just, what do you think? I just have one question. Is it a better game, or does Alabama blow them out again? It's a better game. Okay. Do you, does Georgia have a chance to win it? Actually, no. Nope. Okay. Nope. I think I I think I agree with both of those. Because it's Nick Saban, and, and I, it's it's Nick Saban, and Nick Saban is usually if it's a big game and it's an SEC opponent, he, I, I'm betting on Nick Saban. I'm going to bet on Nick Saban every trip, every time. So yeah. um, I think it's interesting that the only teams that have beaten Nick Saban are non-SEC teams. Most of the time. Ohio State. Most of the time. And, it, I, and again, like he's lost with – and Georgia's quarterback is not a running quarterback. And that's he's more usually, athletic. Yeah, he's more athletic than you think he is, but he's still not a running he's quarterback. He's not that – it's enough for a Nick Saban defense to contain, whereas when you have to go against Cam Newton – or, yeah. uh, or 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 uh, uh, um, who's the who's the Ohio State quarterback that beat them that year? 
Well, he wasn't a running quarterback either. They lost that game on uh, – that was uh, Cardell Jones because he got injured. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Or, or uh, the, the Sean Watson. Yeah. So, it's like, like – it's a quarterback like that, but as soon as – or Johnny Manziel, I'll even give you that. It's quarterbacks like that, yeah. but as soon as he figures it out – It's a wrap. That, it's a wrap. Because that's that second time Johnny Manziel had to play at Alabama, he was atrocious. And I think – now, this is this is a – well, yes, uh, Georgia has enough time and stuff to prepare. So does Nick Saban, and that's why I, I, I think it's going to be a better game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but it's, I think it's going to look more dominant. I think Alabama's going to look more dominant. It just won't be a blowout. And and that's that's fair. I think mm-hmm. I'm with that too. I think I'm with that too. So Bama wins another one. Nick Saban gets his twentieth ring. Yeah. Him and Tom Brady will retire at the same time, which is never. <laughs> no, 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 no. If anything, it'd be him and Bill Belichick will retire at the same time. Yeah, Bill Belichick's never retiring either. No, um, especially if he don't get, he gotta get another ring. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick get another ring. Man, all right. So let, let's get into our pit stops. As always, when you're traveling I seventy or any long road trip where you're driving, which is superior to flying, you have to take a pit stop, use the bathroom, get some gas, get some snacks. I don't know if I can agree with that one. one. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever it is, you have to take a pit stop. And so for our pit stop, I'll go first because uh, we kind of talked about yours, but we may have some other opinions. This is something that we talked about on our other podcast uh, with DJ. Okay. Shout out to DJ. Um, the black quarterback revolution. It is slowly but surely becoming a thing. Uh, and um, there's, I mean, whatever. There's obviously still a lot of. I guess in college, yeah. I, it's, it's been a thing in, in the pros now. Yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. It's finally starting to get into the point where there are more than one or two black quarterbacks in the pros, and they have different styles. Like yep. Deshaun Watson is different than Kyler Murray, who is different than Justin Fields, who is different than Russell Westbrook, who is different than the quarterback starting to come in. <laughs> Wilson, Russell Wilson, who is different than the quarterbacks who are starting to come in. But the reason why I want to bring this up in particular now is the 2022, 2023 class, uh-huh. the top two quarterbacks, and potentially the top three, depending on what kind of year the third one has next year, are going to be black. Which, at least, again, going into the season, because there well, are. I mean, that means that means we're going to see some white quarterback from some school that no one really <laughs> cares about have the narrative of being the best quarterback in that draft. Yeah, that's yeah. what I. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, yeah, but at going into next season the two best quarterbacks in the country and the two best quarterbacks going into the NFL are going to be CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, who are two black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The next best quarterback in the country who is a year younger is expected to be Caleb Williams, who is also black, uh, who is the quarterback of Oklahoma. He's just a year behind them. Yeah. And so the reason why I say that is quarterback has been the slowest position of allowing black guys to play. We still see the BS happen all the time with people saying that uh, people tried to say that Dwayne Haskins was a running quarterback and he's freaking Ben Roethlisberger. Um, 
he doesn't run the ball. People tried to say that Justin Fields couldn't process and he wasn't smart and all the other racist things you say about black quarterbacks. And no, he's not having the best year ever, but he's the second have a good year behind that yeah. line. Exactly. Like he's he he looks a lot better than Trevor Lawrence um, this season. So because um, Andy Dalton was doing bad behind that line, so and and Andy, Andy Dalton, Dalton is, a, is a pro. Like he's a yeah, he's, a, he's a pro. So um, I'm just excited that next year. Obviously, like you know, I'm happy for all players and all quarterbacks and all everyone who's about to get that bag and change their families' lives. But when I was just talking about it and thinking about it, I was just like, "Wow, the two best returning quarterbacks in the country are black." It's CJ Stroud, there's Bryce Young, and then the third one who's not who has a chance to get drafted high if he you know revives his career is Spencer Rattler, uh, depending mm-hmm. on what he does at South Carolina uh, in his last season. So. I just think that's cool um, because there's a lot of race and stuff that comes into that. And with C.J. Stroud in particular, he is not a running quarterback. He is a pocket passer. We just yeah. watched him play. He threw some of the be- the most pretty balls I've ever seen. Uh, and so I think he, I think him and Bryce Young are both going to have a long career. And I think every team who needs a quarterback this year should draft the best player available or trade their pick for for a first round pick next year and then tank lose every single game so you can try to get one of these quarterbacks cuz this year's quarterback class sucks but both of these guys are legit coming out of 2023 so uh, that's my pit stop did you want to still talk about yours or you want to wrap up uh, I'll, I'll talk about it for a little bit. I really wanted my pit stop to be Antonio Brown. <laughs> we, 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 we cannot, we cannot <laughs> talk about that on this. This is going to go from a G-rated podcast to uh, as <laughs> <yeah>. a <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I, I, again, I just, I just again, I, I just I want to reiterate. It's just, it's really weird how old heads and some people look at these athletes in college and try to tell them that they don't love football. Because it's obviously it's obvious that they love football. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't even be good enough to make it to the NFL for them to sit out. So it's obvious that they love football. It's just weird to say that they don't. Because they want to they make sure their investment, which is their bodies, Make it into make it to the league to play because it, it can take it, 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 a small injury. It don't even have to be life changing or career injury. It could be a small in, injury can have you going from the first round to the fourth, and that's millions of dollars you just lost because some some weirdo who talks about football now and hasn't played football in twenty some years had something to say about how much you love football. And, yeah, and I hate that. There has to be negative stories to get people to see the truth, and sometimes they still don't see it. But Mm -hmm. literally, I already said I think that this year's quarterback class is weak, but one of the better ones this year, Matt Corral, old Mrs. Quarterback, got injured in the first freaking quarter. And then and then the old heads were like, oh, he got injured, but uh, that's toughness. Oh, at least he played for his team. No, what if he doesn't get drafted? What if he would have broken his leg and he would have to sit out for six months and he misses the draft, the combine, and all of that? Oh, and, he's all, and they're already a slightly weaker class. Do you think he's still getting a first-round pick? Probably not. not. He needs yeah. the draft. And then the one thing I – 
And the one thing we were talking about it on Pit Stop or something a few weeks ago is that you're sitting here telling me that I quit on my team because I don't want to play in this bowl game so I don't get hurt so I can make it to the NFL. But what's the name from Notre Dame can leave during a bowl game season? Mm. Mm. To go for LSU. Who is it in a bowl game? They were one team's loss away from being in the playoffs. What? Like, he wouldn't have been coaching for them for that game. So you can tell me a coach can quit whenever, because we saw Steve Spurrier do that a few times. Mm. Quit whenever and go get a check from some other school. But I want to sit back and make sure I get a check, because I'm not a coach in in college. I don't get paid like that in college. Even if I'm in making some money because of my name, I'm not making what they're making. I, I'm selfish and I don't love football because I don't. I sat on a bowl game, but a coach can leave whenever he wants in the middle of the season to go take a whole other job after telling me we're a family. I, you can miss me with that. It's it's BS, and I'm sick and tired of this narrative that that, that, that uh, us as players are entitled because I don't want to mess up my body so I can make sure I make money. Of course, I'm entitled. I'm the reason we're here. Like, I, I'm the reason I'm here. Of course I'm the title. Yeah, and the other thing with this is, like, I understand the love football thing and this, that, and the third, but once you get to the NFL, it's a job. It's a job. It is a, it is a job, and I know we don't want to think about it because I have a job, and supposedly Dante has a new job, and I don't, <laughs> don't make nearly as much money as they do in the NFL, but it is still a job. And so, yeah, loving it is important, but being healthy, being available, all of those other kind of things are more important. And here's the thing. If you get injured, you want to get injured when you have a contract and an injury mm-hmm. guarantee. You don't yeah. want to get injured when you are a free freaking player. Yeah. So, yeah, it is important. And it's, 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 it's the same way as like if, I, if, I, if I get hurt, if I trip and twist my ankle, walk into my car today, I have health insurance. But... Uh, last summer or the, uh, in 2020 when I didn't have a job during that summer, if I twist my ankle, I'm SOL. I ain't got no insurance. I ain't got no medical insurance. It's the exact same thing. So I gotta make sure I get a contract where I got medical insurance before I start doing anything that'll get me hurt. And playing in a ball game as a senior, especially when it's just a ball game, it's not the playoffs, like, I, I, I'll rather sit out. I'd rather make sure I can. I'll get my draft stock. My draft stock stays up, and I get paid, so I don't have money. Uh, so that that's that's how I look at it. I had actually three pit stops because then I was also going to be like, uh, um, <laughs> give my uh, how I felt about John Madden. Oh, and, we uh, about John yeah, Madden yeah, we didn't. We did not talk about John Madden. Uh, Rip John Madden, uh, when the 85, I believe, or 89, what that yeah, yeah, right there. RIP Betty White, too. Yes, yes, RIP Betty White. I thought that was a joke because you know they've been trying to kill her off for the past five years. <laughs> so I, so I, 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 I really thought that was fake. I'm really but uh, yeah, no, um, I know most people probably only recognize Madden as uh, the guy behind Madden, the game, uh, really is literally one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. Um, has one of the greatest rec- one of the greatest records. Um, he was one of the first players coach that like, cared about his players and stuff like that. Um, so 
I just it's really sad. Um, I also like to think of, I think it's cool that one of my last memories of Madden is watching him cover the Steelers win the Super Bowl because that was his last broadcast. Man, mm-hmm. against the Cardinals. Man, that's dope. Yeah, I I think it's sad, uh, John Madden. And here's the thing, I'm 26. He was 85. Mm-hmm. Like in most cases. I can't name an 85-year-old that I don't know personally. I think that just speaks to the impact that he had as a person. Yep. The mm-hmm. fact that even even if it's just through a video game, which is a important and lasting legacy, even yes. if it's just through a video game, our kids, which neither one of us have and don't know when they're coming, and <laughs> our kids are going to know the name John Madden. Like, yeah. he's 60 years. He's older than my parents, older mm-hmm. than my grandparents, in some cases are around the same age. And we know his life and what he did. And and he did it in all aspects. He did it yeah. as a coach. He did it as a broadcaster. And he did it with the video game. Yeah. Um, we'll do it. I, I do feel bad that, I, I mean, uh, like his last, I, I do feel bad that the most recent memory is going to be the video game because the video game hasn't, I don't think it's been his vision lately. Yeah, for at least probably. the past, I have to say, like the past 15 years, it hasn't really been his vision. But it is, it is, uh, at least, uh, what would I want to say, culture wise, uh, extremely important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even even to that, they just changed the name of the freaking Staples Center. Like, they're never going to change the name of the video game. Like, like, like and, and the reason why I bring that up is someone could have went to EA and said, I will give you. $20 million to name the video game after me. And his impact and culture was so big that they're never going to change They can't. The yeah, they can't. And they definitely can't do it now. Yeah, and you would think like they're not going to change the name of the Staples Center because it's a, a historic landmark damn near. And someone came in with the paycheck and now it's crypto.com or some stupid shit. So, yeah, it's really like, just to have the dot .com on it is really dumb. It's just yeah. dumb. <laughs> so it's like the impact that he had, you know what I'm saying, is mm-hmm. is different. Um, and again, it is kind of sad that... The, but it's also the only video game that's named after a real person. 2K is 2K. MLB the show is just MLB like UFC like there's no other game that's yeah, right. There. I don't uh, like, uh, besides like Tom Clancy's the division or something a, like that. Is, is that a real person? Yeah, he he he's an author. So that's that's why uh, that's where those video that's where those games come from is come from his world. But other than that, I mean, but those are even bad games. So like even like at least with Madden, there's there's memories. I do have memories of having fun playing Madden. I have yeah. never had a good Tom Clancy's division. So I, I, you're right. He, he still has a crazy impact on the game, the gaming industry, football, sports in general, broadcasting. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that I'm going to say about it, and this is not my word. These are people who are a little bit older, but they say like everyone who talks about how good Tony Romo is as an ex-player and calling out plays and all of that kind of stuff, that they say he, he can't hold a candle to John Matt. And, Tony, John. And, and that is not bad on Tony Romo. Tony Romo is mm-hmm. really good. He's actually probably the best one in the NFL. In my he, he's he John my favorite Madden, broadcaster right now. Yeah. And John Madden was just that much better. Yeah. Like, and, and so if you... And he loved himself some by far. Yeah. <laughs> 
So even even if you don't typically listen to other podcasts and stuff like that, go find some of the NFL podcasts done by like the Athletic and some of those other ones, so you can hear like some older people's perspective of John Madden. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just crazy to hear that people talk the way people talk about him. Um, and so RIP John Madden. Yeah. RIP Betty White. Yes. And that's a, a sad way to end the show, but you know, we just really talked about how 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 important how great of a legacy he left behind. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's sad; it's, it's inspirational. I'll give it that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a better way to say it. And legends always die in three. No one like John Madden and Betty White dying at the same time is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so RFB both of them. Uh, condolences out to their family, and honestly. Condolences out to their fans because those are the types of people where you feel those losses even though you don't know them. Um, As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, traveling I-70 with us, and we will talk to you next week. Happy New Year again. Uh, Good luck on all y'all's New Year's resolutions. If you do those, I don't. No one actually does them. If you want to hold it, I really do hope you stick to it. Because uh, it, I know we're hard. So, yeah. Especially the working out one. <laughs> Catch y'all next week. <laughs>